everybody, and welcome to this week's Known Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and I am so excited because this week I'm going to be interviewing a community leader, but also one of my best friends in the whole world, Tara Jessup. She's going to come in today and talk to us about serving in the community. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I can't wait to jump into it. We are interviewing one of my best friends in the whole world. But first, you know, I like to keep you guys up to date on what's going on in my life and my family. Well, yesterday we had the sometimes dreaded but often, you know, exciting and always necessary family pictures because... Look, if you're going to send the all-American Christmas card with the pictures of your family looking amazing as if you didn't bribe them to death on the way there, you have to take the pictures, man. So, you know, we put on, like, warm clothes to make it look Christmassy, even though it was absolutely, like, raining and then muggy and then humid. Um, But we did the pictures and actually went really well. I was excited and, like, it's crazy to see, like, how my oldest son is my height now and, like, all these different things. But um, afterwards... I am going to be honest with y'all. I didn't cook. I was like, look, I don't have time to cook this week. I We went and did pictures till late. It was a busy day at work yesterday. So let's go to Olive Garden. Shout out Olive Garden. Listen, I mean, Jason, my husband, worked at an Olive Garden when we were in college. That man was waiting tables. And, you know, it's it's odd for me as an Italian to be speaking of the Olive Garden because I do believe in some ways it's a you know, just a disservice to my culture. But, you know, what can I say? Some of the stuff is tasty. Some of it's tasty. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. But, you know, my kids were asking on the way out, like, is Olive Garden a nice restaurant? And so that kind of got me thinking about, like, when Jason and I were dating and, like, is Olive Garden a nice restaurant? Well, it's, I feel like Olive Garden and, like, the level of, like, Outback, they are, like, the quintessential date restaurants. Like, let me know if you agree or disagree with this. Jason and I's first date was literally to an Outback Steakhouse. And um, at the time, I was working at a Carrabba's sister stores. So I don't know. I was telling my son, Joey, I mean, he's 14. So hopefully dating is a few years off for him. But I was saying, yeah, I think this is like the dating level of restaurant. Like, what do you guys think about that? Do you think it is true? Like, are you trying to not get caught up in that? Are you doing like just straight up? Chick-fil-A value meal as the first date? Is it coffee? Like, what do you think? I I really want to hear from you because I have obviously been out of the dating pool for many years, happily so. Um, But, you know, it just had me thinking as we were leaving. There's something about those unlimited breadsticks and salad that just really screams first date to me. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? (laughs) We'll be right back on the Known Podcast with my interview with Tara Jessup. Tara Jessup. Hi. It's so exciting to have you here today. Um, you're like the first official guest on the Known Podcast. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's this is my first podcast, but I'm no. glad to be here for the first interview. For a woman of your reputation, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> a, woman <laughs> of your, a woman of your status, I'm not surprised. You've done many a podcast. Will you quickly, in like 30 seconds, introduce yourself to our audience and tell them what you do? Yeah, uh, my name is Tara Jessup. I'm the team and outreach director here at Access. The easiest way to explain it is I do, am, I work with everyone who serves inside and outside the church. I'm also super involved with the community. I teach at the museum. I worked at Parker Street, the YMCA, 
I was the philanthropy editor at the Lakelander for a long time. Long time Lakelander. I've been here since I was a toddler. And I just, I love this community and trying to give back and making it better. And she does. She's also a really talented artist. Oh, thank you. Teaches at the museum some. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And has two cats. I do. Tater. <laughs> Tater and Nibbler. One's good. One's cute. Well, and I resonate yeah, with that. So. <laughs> your children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I have three kids and, you know, we yeah. have favorites. But, uh, well, what do you, what did your workshop session at Known? what did you guys talk about? So we talked about how it's a, it's really easy these days, especially within the last two years, to be really self-focused, mm. self-focused on our own thoughts, self-focused on our own ideas and all kinds of things like that. And God, you know, he really calls us like he's very simply has two commandments, right? He's like, love me and love your neighbor. Mm. And um, we get that really convoluted a lot of times. Yeah. We think that loving our neighbor has a ton of parameters set up mm. on it. And uh you know, Jesus told Peter, he's like, you know, do you love me? Feed my sheep, yeah. you know, and it really is that easy. And so how do we kind of shift our focus from everything being about us and our thoughts and our immediate feelings? And how do we focus that outward to really love people the way God wants us to love them? I love that. I, I Jason had in a message recently, like if Jesus had a slogan, it would be come die, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, which oh, is yeah. like not great for t-shirts, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, just, but he did. He said, come, if you, if you want to follow me, you know, take up your cross and die to self. And it's like, we, I think, and I don't know if this is especially us as Americans, but we do this, especially we say, you know, if it doesn't fit in my box, I could mm -hmm. just go find something I like better. And what do you think like 2020, like you kind of touched on it, but did the pandemic make that worse for people with the self-focus and the self-serving? Oh, 1,000%, you know, because there was a lot that went into it. And, I mean, even myself, 2020 was a year of just, like, I need to make sure that I'm okay. You yeah. know, I need to make sure that mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that I'm healthy, that I'm doing okay. And then on top of all of that, which was really important in the yeah. pandemic, we were all locked in our houses, you know, there's all kinds of stuff, everyone's sick, There's everyone's arguing, you know, and then on top of that, there was so much unrest politically, socially, yeah. even within the churches and stuff like that. And none of us talked to each other about mm -hmm. it. We just kind of fired off our own opinions online towards yeah. everyone. Yeah. And so it was really, really easy last year to turn inward and just be really self-focused with everything that we did. Yeah. And I want to talk about more like practical examples, too, of how to like work this out. But before we even start, like, what would you say? Because we don't want to say and we don't want to get this across that it's bad to take care of yourself. No, we're not, not saying at all. that. Like, where do you think is the line of like, I'm taking care of myself or I'm, you know, resting and having that Sabbath between that and between like, hey, girl, you haven't done something for somebody else in a right. minute like where do you think that like kind of measures up right well I mean I think that's really like the example I used in my session was like I don't think there's anything wrong with getting your nails done like I obviously <laughs> have God. my nails done you know <laughs> um and like make an appointment with like, my girl every couple of weeks but that's not self-care yeah. you know like Going to, like, having alone time is good. Making sure you're even is good. Yeah. But also self-care a lot, and God is really smart about this, is getting outside of your own head, yeah, getting outside good. of your own brain. So you're not just thinking through your same thoughts, your same problems all the time, all the that's time, good. all the time. Yeah. But, like, turning outward and helping someone else. And um, you'll be amazed at how much inner peace you get not from kind of fulfilling your own yeah. 
purposes, wow. but from finding purpose in helping others. That's so good. I, I love that. And I think that that term self-care has gotten mm-hmm. like hijacked. Oh, for sure. And it's become like self-care, me, Netflix binging. And like, I don't think Netflix binging, like, listen, I'm not opposed to a good Netflix <laughs> right? binge. You know it right? and I know it. Um, it's scary bringing one of your best friends on the podcast. Because she'll be like, of course, you just, I'm like, no, 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 no. But, um, <laughs> I mean, the, the yeah. latest season of Great British Baking Show just dropped. Of course Absolutely. I'm watching it. You know? Absolutely. What so, else will we do with all our figs if, right? we don't, if we don't watch that? Turn them into tarts. Right. You know? But, you know, I think there's a difference. And true self-care, I, you know, mm-hmm. I always think back to this story my mom told me about how she was fighting depression. And she said she would call her mom every day just sad, 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 sad. And one point her mom said to her, I love you. Why don't you go do something for someone else and see what mm-hmm. happens? And my mom was just sort of affronted and like, what? But but there's a principle there. Mm-hmm. It's that, like you just said, when you get outside of yourself, when you get outside of your head and serve someone else, sometimes it really does break that sort of, you know, trap and box you've been in of your yeah. own making. So Yeah, and it really, like, it's just, Truly another example of how much smarter God is than yes. us. You know what I mean? Yeah. We think we're so smart, but it's like serving others really is bringing the gospel to others in a tangible way and showing them his kingdom. But also it really is serving ourselves. Yeah. And God's like, hey, stop thinking about yourself all the time. Get out. Get out of your own head. You know, there's so many benefits of it. Yeah. Um, and we just we try to gloss over that. And we think that serving ourselves and feeling better about ourselves is like... Mm you know, writing an opinion on Facebook or going off on someone through an Insta message or something like that, that like makes us feel better for about 0.2 seconds, you know, because our opinion got out there. Right. Um, But that's really, first of all, that's not it. (laughs) Not it at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Well, so what has serving and like getting outside of yourself like looked like for you? I mean, both in big ways, spiritual ways, but also in practical ways. Like, what has that looked like in your life when you are encouraging others? Like, when have you had those sweet spot moments where you Mm -hmm. go, wow, I'm serving someone else, but I feel the most alive? Like, just practically, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I I have a really vivid memory of middle school. This is the first time it really kind of made a difference to me. Um, And, you know, my family life is weird. Like, my dad passed away when I was in fifth grade, and I spent a lot of my middle school years with my mom being really sick and us really kind of being at odds. And um, I remember in middle school going to school and just being upset about Mm. something that my mom had done. I don't even remember what it is Mm. now. But I remember that day going in, and I had PE first period, which was, (laughs) Wow, that's just a bummer. Rude. Talk about Um, a no-bones day. But... Uh, if you're not familiar, no bones. There's a dog on TikTok that wakes yeah. up either with bones or no bones. You care, and I love it. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, and uh, and there was a girl there. Her name was Leslie, and I remember her crying. And she's in the locker room, and I just like something kind of tugged on my heart. I know now it's Jesus, you know, but mm. back then I didn't know. And and he was like, "You need to go see if she's okay." Mm. And so I walked in and I talked to her, and she was really having some pretty intense problems in her family and stuff, wow. and just. I talked it through with her and it just, it was really amazing to me. I remember then like the burden that was lifted off of me, like, you know, this small disagreement Mm. that I had with my mom in the morning wasn't as big as that problem that she was having. And like, you know, what could I do to like help her feel better, you know? And, um, and there's just been so many times and it's amazing. Like, I feel like after we do serve day, Mm -hmm. people are always like, I feel, thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah. I feel so good. Or and like when like, you go on a missions trip. Yeah, a yeah. missions trip <laughs> or even something you take a meal to someone and yeah. they're like, gosh, that really blessed me. 
And then they never think of it again mm. until we have survey again. And then afterwards they're like, gosh, I should do more of this. Yeah. And it's like, no, you, you really should. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's interesting too, because like, even in your story about middle school, nothing in your circumstance changed mm-hmm. after talking to Leslie. So it wasn't like, and then my mom called me and apologized, but it was right. just like, because the focus shifted. Yes. And that's something we've been talking about at church a lot lately is reframing your situation yes. and like focus shifting. I think that's a big part of the servanthood heart is just mm-hmm. like, it will change your life. Maybe not because suddenly everything, and you know, all your problems are gone, but because your focus has shifted, that makes the world brighter. Yes. I'm choosing to reframe my viewpoint from one spot to another. Yeah. um, That's helping me learn something new and see something differently. That's so good. Can everybody, like, serve in some way? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. So something that I've been passionate about for a long time, kind of jokingly, but maybe one day I'll do it, is I want to start a nonprofit called Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. Um, People ain't ready. They ain't ready. (laughs) Um, And so it's this idea that like we, every four years or so, we get real hyped about something, Mm. you know, and we're like, I'm voting for blah, blah, blah because of this. Mm -hmm. And like, and even this last year, it wasn't an election year. But it was like, you know, I posted a black square, so I care about black lives. Right. Or I didn't post a black square, so you, or square, so you right. don't care about black lives. Right. And it's all, we spend all this time, like, exerting sideways energy towards yeah. things that don't actually help anything out. Yeah. And it's actually a lot easier to take your time or your money wow. or your effort and serve places that are meaningful to you. Yeah. Um, because there's no nonprofit in the world that is overstaffed or overfunded. Wow. Like, I mean, maybe you need to say that twice. Like, (laughs) there's no nonprofit in the world that is overstaffed and overfunded. That's good. So it's like, you could easily give $5 a month to a crisis pregnancy center or donate a pack of diapers or read to a kid once a month. You know, like, there's a million things. Like, um, speaking of TikTok, I saw a lady that just said something about, you know, all these parents that have been at school board meetings, mm. have any of them been volunteering with their Ooh, PTA at school? Uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, and it's like, again, we're getting our thoughts and feelings out there and making us feel better, but we're not actually doing anything to solve any problems. So true. And so it's like, what can you, it doesn't have to be a ton of time because you might be a single mom. And you're like, I don't have a ton of time. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm not going to buy Starbucks this week. I'm going to give it Come to, on. you know, gospel link and help them like buy food for someone for the day or you know stuff like that there really are a ton of small ways that don't take a lot out of us and like think of how blessed all of the things in our community would be if all of us Mm. literally just gave five dollars a month wow or one hour a month or you know a pack of diapers or a pair of shoes to a kid in our kid's school that needs a pair of shoes like Well, I remember it's just like Jason would say something once where he said, like, it's just funny to me, the people that complain about I don't have time to do this and I don't have money to do this. But it's like, you know, what does the scripture say? It's like where your treasure Treasure is, is, there your your heart heart will be. And it doesn't say where your heart is, there your treasure is. It's the opposite. He's saying, like, look at your check account yeah. like I mean well nobody really has no does anybody <laughs> yeah. do that thing anymore no, or you zero it out yeah, does anybody I'm just curious if like yeah. hey and if you sit down and balance your little good for you good for you good I for you. check it on my app but um you know if it's like Starbucks 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 well it's right. like well hey like I can make coffee at home this month mm-hmm. and save a whole lot of money and give that money instead and it's just it's there's simple things but I think it always trips us up when we say oh I don't have money to go on a vacation but it's like maybe you do maybe you don't eat out this month or maybe you know or people who say you know and this one kills me I'll give more when I have more yeah no 
No, it's not true because I think generosity is a, a mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a mentality. It's not going to be if you have if you're stingy now with little, you're going to be even more stingy probably with more. Oh yeah, um, and this this is a little side nugget. Um, but I have a friend that's a financial advisor. And I asked her, like, what is something that surprised you about the people you work with? And she said, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or if you have a little bit of money. If you manage money poorly, you're going to do that with a lot of money or with a little bit of money. It's the truth. So it doesn't matter. And even at my poorest in college, I still could have given five bucks a month to something. Yes. You know what I mean? Or Or an hour. Or an hour. I could have taken and gone down to Parker Street and helped a kid read because you need someone to sit and read with them. You know, like, there's so many ways to serve yes um and we even in college we knew that the at the time the homeless ministries didn't serve lunch on sundays wow so we would use all of our extra swipes and we would get peanut butter and jelly Mm. and bread and gatorade and make sandwiches and then take them down to mun park and places like that and give them away so it's like there are a million ways to serve and do things and it's like if you put five minutes of time into thinking of something you could do you could find something to easily do you just have to spend, take that time and not scroll TikTok for five minutes. Yeah, why, you know, are you ta- or, why are you calling me out specifically? You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that. And uh, that's true about you. I've seen, you know, you're an Enneagram 2, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two so you guys know I kind of like the, the Enneagram and I, I, our twos are our helpers. So, you know, those are going to be those first friends that it's like, hey, I'm moving. And it's like, oh, I'll help you move. Yeah. You know, when the other people are like <laughs> slowly, house right? Yeah. <laughs> Which mean? you have done for me. Oh, you have truly. painted my house. I've you helped have... you move. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, all of us, you know, can't use things like Enneagram or personality tests as a crutch. It's like, oh, well, let's, we'll let the twos do it. Mm-hmm. No, we're, we're all called to serve. Yeah. I mean, we are all called to be. If Jesus came, said he came not even to to be served, but to serve. So yes. like, if it's good for Jesus, well, buddy, who do you think you are, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that's one thing I've always loved about watching you um, just as a person and as a leader. You do put your money where your mouth is. So what if somebody today is saying like, okay, I'm pumped hearing this. Like, mm-hmm. where do I start? Yeah. So there are, in your community, if you're in Lakeland or um, anywhere really in the world, somewhere you could start is... Your there's you the United Way is everywhere. Okay. Um, and the United Way has a volunteer match services on there. Nice. So you could get on there and you could say, you know, I'm passionate about learning loss or I'm passionate about uh, homeschooling or, yeah. you know, ho- uh, homelessness or anything mm-hmm. like that. And you could type that in and you could find a place to serve That's there. Awesome. Um, everything has Facebook anymore. You know what I mean? Everything has social media. So it's easy to find. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it really is like, find and then do this. This is important. Ask them what they need. Yeah. Don't go to them and tell them mm. what you want to give. <laughs> Ask yeah. them what they need. Because a lot of nonprofits end up wasting time, oh, wow. like serving the people that they think are serving them, if oh, that wow. makes sense. Wow. So um, it's important that you find out what they need. Don't tell them what you want to give them. That's so good. And serve them in that way. It's like, yeah, I really want to sing, but ma'am, they don't need you to sing. <laughs> they, they need sandwiches. They don't yeah. want that. They don't yeah. want that. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Stop singing. Or they're like, we want to come in and we want to paint a house. And, like, you know, then they leave things a mess no. and everything. And it's they're spending more time cleaning up after you than they sh- when they should be serving yeah. the, the community. So don't just serve, serve, serve well. Yes. I mean, there's a difference Absolutely. too. You, you go in with the right spirit and you go in with the right attitude and you go in truly humbling yourself and saying yes. like, God use me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember a few years ago, 
having like one of my imaginary fights with the Lord because my life wasn't the way I thought it should mm-hmm. be. And I remember him being like, well, do you want me to use you like you're praying for me to use you or do you want me to use you? Yes. And I was like, oh, well, I surrendered my life to you, God. So I guess I'm just saying yes. <laughs> and whatever that means, you right. know, bones or no bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bones or no bones, I'm in. Um, and so it, it, if you want to be great in the kingdom, you become mm-hmm. a servant of all. Exactly. That's awesome. Tara, I can't thank you enough for coming today and talking to us. And I can't think of a better resource in Lakeland if you're in our area um, than Tara. And, you know, if you're not, if you're listening out of the city too, go go find your local church too. Uh You know, trust us as two people that work at churches. We always need a hand and we always need a help. And trust us, we are not disappointed when you come in and say, I really want to serve in the church. We say, (laughs) thank God. Yes, we would love to have you. Yeah. Well, you are welcome back on the podcast anytime. I'd be happy to. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll be back. Thanks, friends. All right. I loved that interview with Tara. It was so great. And welcome to our segment, Know It. This is this week's recommendation of things I think you should know about. And listen, this one, if you are in a state that has a Publix, run, don't walk, my friends, because the Thanksgiving sub is back. What is the Thanksgiving sub, you may ask? Well, my friend, let me tell you. The Thanksgiving sub at Publix is Thanksgiving between bread. It's got turkey. It's got cranberry. It's got Munster cheese. Listen, your taste buds will thank you and you will thank me. So uh, this sub is limited. They like to flaunt it only at Thanksgiving and then tease us with it the rest of the year. So if you are near a Publix, do yourself a favor and know it. Know this Publix Thanksgiving sub. That's it for this week, friends. Thank you so much for listening to The Known Podcast. Thank you to Tara Jessup for coming in and being interviewed. And hey, listen, you are known by God and he loves you. We'll see you next week.